Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts. Saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Woodman here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. Grass tastes bad. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast. And if you're thinking to yourself, what do we talk about? What is the Rick and Johnny podcast about? It I is have no idea. Here's the easiest thing, and this is what's going to be kind of our catchphrase. Everything under the nerdy suns. That's what we talk about. Yeah, thank you. It's a Star Wars reference, but thank everything you. under the nerdy suns is what we talk about. And we've got a jam-packed show today. There are things we've even had to push to maybe next week. Oh, There's yeah. one thing that I know you and I are very excited about. However, we're not going to talk in a full topic today. I wanted to bring it up at the beginning of the show. You, like last night, you text me like, did you hear the news? I thought something had happened. You had died. Um, but then I'm like, wait, he texted <laughs> wait, wait, wait. me. How could he have died? Um, did you hear? I'm dead, by the way. I thought you were texting me from the astral plane. But Rick and Morty, <laughs> not just for a season four. No. They got 70 episodes. 70 bought. episodes. That's like so that six seasons. It's either going to be seven of 10 episodes each or five of 14 each. That's what we're looking at. I mean, if it's 12, they it could to, be six. Because I know Dan Harmon and them said they wanted to do more episodes per season. So that's why people are thinking it's more of that five seasons, 14 episodes. That, that's fine, too. 70 episodes. I'm good. 70 episodes of Rick and Morty. Give it to me. And also with the news that we have, we've got everything that we're talking about also today. There's also some trailers that have been dropped that are really cool. We got the Predator teaser. I don't oh, know if you right. saw that. Uh, part of it. There's I also to watch it all the way through. an interesting movie that I think you and I are going to have to see. Uh-oh. Um, it was uh, Harold and Kumar. The uh, I think his name is Joe Choi. Okay. He has a movie where it's called Searching, where it's completely like um, screen cap and stuff kind of a thing. Basically, his daughter goes missing. Okay. And it's him going through, like, Facebooks and video chats and trying to find his daughter. That sounds interesting. His 16-year-old. It's taken, but through, like, screen caps. Tooken? Yeah, it's like Tooken. Tooken, but without Liam Neeson in it. So we got some cool stuff this week. And then everything we're going to talk about. Before I get into that, I'm going to do a little housekeeping for you guys. Number one, if you want to help support Most Valuable Podcasts, want to make sure we can continue doing these podcasts for you each and every week. Make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. $10. You get to be on a Rick and Johnny podcast if you want with us every month. You are at that reward. Also, if you're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, go give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating and put a little uh, little review of like, hey, this is a great podcast. These are great nerds. Go ahead and check out their podcast. It would really mean the world to I us. hope we're great nerds. I think so. I think we're great nerds. I, I think, think so. That th- without nerd like culture and being a nerd, I don't know what my life would be. I don't, don't want to live doing. in any way else. I don't know what I'd be doing. I don't want to li- like looking back. 
Don't want to live it any way else. But also, no. if you want an MVP t-shirt, neither Johnny or I are wearing it today. Go check out our store. Link down below in the description for that. You know what's really and funny about that, though? Go ahead. The shirts we're wearing? They look are, yours, look at mine. Yeah, mine's DC, yours is Marvel. Fandoms. Well, it's because, and I'll get into that, what we're talking about yes. today is why I wore this. Last but not least, mostvalopodcast.com is where you're going to catch the Rick and Johnny, the Fast Break, the Primetime Podcast, everything for MVP each and every day at mosvalopodcast.com. Housekeeping is over, Johnny. Now I can Ow. get into... You hurt yourself there? <laughs> a little bit. Just, I mean, only I can hurt myself. So You guys may not know this. I don't know how many times we've said it, but Johnny's the kind of guy where his superpower is nobody can hurt him, but only him. You're yes. the only one that can hurt yourself. I'm my own kryptonite. But what we were talking about today, jam-packed tr- show, truly jam-packed. I'll start from the truly. bottom, go to the beginning. We're going to be talking about the, the new franchises beyond Avengers that Disney and Marvel are planning. We're going to yep. be looking at the Justice League. Is Batman the best hero in the Justice League? Possibly. We'll be looking at that. Then we're going to look at Avengers Infinity War. Spoilers for that if you haven't seen it. Which death was most impactful in that movie? And then we're going to look at Deadpool 2. Will Peter W. be Peter Wisdom? And there's now before the podcast, I told you something, Johnny. I told you I, Johnny, have, I have what for you? What do I surprise, have for you? Another I have surprise. a surprise for you. That surprise, and really I shouldn't do this as a host. I should prep you for things so that you're not blindsided. No, you like blindsiding me, it seems like. Your surprise is that we have a fifth topic, the one that we're going to start the show off with. And what we are doing is... I think it's in, I'm trying to think June, like right before VidCon week. Yeah. We're going to be looking at E3, right? Okay, We're going to be looking at what games could be coming out. Of course we are. And then after that, we're going to look at what games did come out, what we're excited for. We got a little E3 leakage maybe this week. I don't know if you heard about this. No, I haven't. Let me prep you for it. Let me prep you for it. Actually, you look at your Facebook. I'm going to go ahead, hit that enter button. I've sent the link over to you. That's odd because actually I have yours open and it shifted it downward. (laughs) So I see more of what what I already saw earlier. I'm like, why? But I I sent you the article so you have it now that I'm bringing it up. So this week... There was a Walmart Walmart. in Canada that listed several unannounced games (laughs) on its website, including Gears of War 5, a new Splinter Cell title, Rage 2, Just Cause 4, there's also more. WWE 2K19, Destiny Comet, Borderlands 3, Legos DC Villains, Assassin's Creed, Dragon Quest 2, Froza Horizon 5, uh, and much more. So did Walmart just kind of ruin E3? So here's, that's the question I'm basically (laughs) asking, Johnny, is, so what this was, was the... The Walmart in Canada, what they're trying to do is kind of getting ahead of the ball is saying, hey, we kind of know these things are coming, you know, developers and like studios kind of talk with realtors. Hey, just so you don't know, hey, this game is coming. This is when it's going to come out. My question to you is, yes, they probably did this to get the things behind the scenes kind of going ahead of time. I want to ask you and what I want to start the show with is... Did Walmart just spoil E3? Did they spoil E3 announcements with doing what they did this week? Because Johnny still is looking at all these. I don't have my glasses, so I can't see the <laughs> hot, like the ones that small. I can I can read without my glasses. Me, do you want me to read them all? No, no, picture? don't read them all. It's fine. Because I don't need to see some, all of them. There There's are some, some I don't care. There enough. are some I haven't listed, like the Division, Assassin's a Creed's on there, Assassin's Creed, The Last of Us Two. 
There's also a, like I said, Dragon Quest 2 game, Lego DC Villains, a new Borderlands game, Super Smash Bros. Yeah, for the 3. Switch, um, Metro Tom Prime. Clan- Did you say Tom Clancy Tom the Division? Tom Clancy the Division 2, um, a new NBA Damn. 2K game, Rage 2, a ton of games Damn. coming this year. Final Fantasy VII Remake? Yep. I don't know if you said that. I'm sorry. No, I, I did. I did. I, okay. It, yeah, damn. Did I mean, they just spoil E3 though, John? I mean, kind of. Um, I'm. I, I. I get that. I get mm-hmm. Walmart was doing. They were trying to like, okay, we'll have this prepped and ready to go, and we can as soon as we're allowed to uh, release it, mm-hmm. boom, we can put it on our page. Someone dropped the ball. Someone and there's a History Channel game too. That's no, it. there is. Yeah, cool. Uh, anyways, uh, sorry, I saw the big H. I'm like, oh my god, it's History Channel. Did they spoil everything? Maybe not everything, but they kind of spoiled a decent amount. Mm-hmm. And I get it, some of these are doubles, but just this list alone, it's 40 games. And I get yep. it, some of them are doubles, but that's, what, probably 30 games at oh, least? Yeah. Like, except for the ones that are like, like, Last of Us is only on PlayStation I know, 2. that's what I'm saying. So, not yeah. all of them are doubles, even. Just no. because it says it once for... Xbox mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't mean it says it again for PS4. Yeah. So, so they, I would say this is probably at least 30 games mm-hmm. that they've just kind of spoiled um, well, in a sense. And that's the thing of we don't know exactly whether these are E3 games or if these were games that studios were going to kind of release and make the announcement for at some time this year. Yeah. I mean, because, well, either way, they kind of spoiled the game. Because, I mean, Either looking way. into it, um, these Excuse are me. games, they don't put exactly when the release dates are, <laughs> but I would assume <laughs> that you're putting it in the system only for, hey, these are going to be coming up later this year. We're going to have to have these going on. Yeah. And for me, the big debate with this came down to over the internet was somebody asked themselves, they said, hey, you know what? Why does this, like, why should this be a thing? Why don't we make video games kind of like movies where movies look at Marvel? Marvel hasn't told us like, hey, this movie's coming this year, this year, this year. But we have a timeline of we know there's going to be a Spider-Man 2. We know there's going to be a Spider-Man 3. We know there's going to be a Guardians 3. We know like, hey, we're going to we're doing this and this and this. And I know the other side of that with gaming is, oh, it's, it's 10 times different than movies like you don't want to say, oh, we're doing something, and then it not happen in the final pro- product. Yeah, it like we pan couldn't out. get it done. And most people are saying, well, what about stories? Kind of like a, hey, we're doing a, like for God of War. Hey, we're doing a God of War game based around Kratos and his son. Boom. That's all you need to tell mm-hmm. us. Do we, kind of moving over a little bit, side question, do we move to that? Because to me in the gaming world, if any of these games are true, you took that away from me because in the gaming world, our big thing is that pop from E3. Watching it, watching the stage presentation, having whoever, whatever studio come up and see that trailer behind them. See that logo like Crash Bandicoot when they showed him remastered and the pop from everyone. Like, oh my God, we're getting a Crash Bandicoot I really Bandicoot don't game. want anything about games until they're ready mm-hmm. to come out with it. Until like they're not like ready to come out with it. And so you don't want it to be like movies. 
No, I don't. Okay, that's it's a very different ball game mm-hmm. with that with video games because I mean there is a lot more development in a sense that goes with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it with movies. First, you have a set where people write the script and revise yeah. the script and yada yada. Then you get your actors and you start having them do the scenes and eventually mm-hmm. you get all the scenes done and then you have something put it to the editing floor where people edit it and then yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you get that. But gaming is just. Look how long it takes from one game to the next Sometimes to get it years. out. Years. I mean, last, when's the last time we had another God of War? Approximately like six what was years that, ago. 2000. Oh, I think it was longer. I'm just I think approximating. It was like 2000. And like, I think God of War three was 2008. I want to yeah, say. Yeah. So ten years ago. Yeah. Some maybe. games jump gaps that big. Let me see. I'm gonna pull up their timeline right now. So we had God of War in 2018. Um, the remastered for God of War 3 was 2015. The last almost game we had was, if you count God of War Ascension, and that was 2013. Yeah. So what, five years between God of War and uh, God of War Ascension? Yeah, I'm just... So, I mean, I'm just that, that just using that one as an example. Mm-hmm. Some games, okay, they come out with something every year. Yeah. That's well, fine. Like the sports games. Yeah. Every single year you every get a new sports What's game. What's the uh, Call of Duties, right? Yes. They have a different, and I, that's even different because you have a different company working exactly. on it each like time. One's at, it's like, it's a three-year cycle with that. Yeah. So, like, if I'm Sledgehammer, I'm making it this year, then I have two years to plan my next exactly. one. Or three years, technically. That third year is kind of like, hey, it better be done because it's coming out this year. Yeah, we year. have to ship it out. But, but you have time to do it. Three. It's not like, shit, I'm one studio and I've got to do this every single year. Exactly. Usually that's not what happens. That's mm-hmm. not the case. You at least have like, I feel like you have at least three years before the next game comes exactly. out. Exactly. So I'd rather wait until the company is ready to say, here you go. This is mm-hmm. what we're doing. We have this little bitty trailer right here to go with it. Like the E3 get, presentation. Exactly. To get you super excited about it. Because what do you get most excited about? Someone says this game's coming out or when you see the little bit of gameplay mm-hmm. that, or the like the cutscene they have ready for it mm-hmm. to show you. That's what gets me super excited. When I see a cutscene, when, again, I'm going to use God of War. When I saw that bat, not basilisk, 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 God, mm-hmm. I couldn't say the word. <laughs> Um, the different serpent, the world mm-hmm. serpent come yeah. out and like the noise it made, it wasn't even audible mm-hmm. English and Kratos with the, like the ax ready to go. I'm like, damn. Well, think back to a trailer awesome. that we talked about. I want to say it was a month or two ago. It was the segment where we did Winnie the Pooh, the Grinch and then, um, Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Like I know that was in Switch's huge or Nintendo's, um, hour long presentation, but think of that trailer alone. You see, see the two Splatoon characters going back and forth, and like the one YouTuber that I watched that kind of was reacting to it, and I was kind of watching it while watching them in a way. Mm-hmm. And it came on, and they're like, "Oh, okay, Splatoon two. Oh, we're gonna get a new new Splatoon game. Okay." And then the character looks up. And one of them goes, holy shit, it's Super Smash Bros. And then, boom, it's Super Smash Bros. Yeah. And it's, like, just the excitement of, like, holy shit, we're getting this game. Yeah, like, no. Like, that is what we are getting. That's On the, the flip side, though, yeah. Bethesda, Bethesda, they went to, so they're the studio behind the game Rage 2. Okay. That's coming out. They went to their official Rage Twitter account and kind of poked fun at Walmart, where they took the a screen capture of the website yeah. with, like, the game up there because everything went live. And they did like, oh, incorrect key art, oh, wrong font, not all caps, uh, missing age rating, and then put their little A symbol um, there. <laughs> so they kind of did that and then said, hey, at Walmart Canada, here's a few notes. 
So they kind of made fun well, of it. But At least they had fun with that. But this was just something little I wanted to start the show off with. Speaking of games, Go ahead. Um, I don't know if you went on Overwatch recently. I did, actually. I did log in. Do you see the new week. Mercy skin? I did. I I bought it. I'm going to. Yeah, I already bought it. The pink one for it go, breast it, cancer. Anyone who plays uh, Overwatch, mm-hmm. I just want to throw this one out there. I'm buying it. I'm not even a Mercy main. I'm buying it because all the proceeds... Mm-hmm. Go to breast cancer, and that's why I did. I'm like, that's why I'm doing it too. It does it. Fifteen and it's bucks. A cool, it's basically it's a, a donation. Cool you get it. it. It's actually really nice looking. No, it is, and that's why, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy it. Like, yeah, it's like I looked at it, and it was like, all right, it's fifteen. If it was like maybe like twenty five, then maybe I would have been like, oh, it's a great cause, but. Can I swing that right now? But yeah, like, that would have been more of the debate. I just haven't gotten to yeah. beyond long enough on my Xbox long enough to actually go and buy it. Yeah, so I just went, I will do it before. For me, I had everything linked up. Just hit that square button. <laughs> see, I don't. <laughs> I just hit that square button, and I would have purchased actually, it. Actually, I might. Maybe I do. Also, have to see on that. <laughs> this was announced today, I guess. Yes. Um, The last bit of E3 news I'll throw out there. Yes. Don't expect a PS5 announcement at E3 this oh, year. Oh, darn. PlayStation said they are not going to be announced announcing a PlayStation 5 symbol at E3. Let me pull up the one really quick. Yeah, Sony So Sony confirmed that heavily rumored PS5 won't be revealed at E3 2018. Sony's annual e, uh, pre-E3 press briefing will take place this upcoming Monday, as we're recording this on Friday, Monday yep. the 11th will be when the uh, briefing said Sony's current plan for their E3 press conference is to focus on in-depth looks on four major games. Death Stranding, um, they're going to look at Ghost of Tashima, um, Spider-Man, and then Naughty Dog's Last of Us Part 2. I can't wait for those last two. Spider-Man and Last of Us Part 2. Cannot wait for those at E3 to see those presentations. Yeah, definitely. Anything else with E3 before we go into what the regular scheduled programming was for the Rick and Johnny podcast? No, that's all I got about it. Hopefully it doesn't spoil all of E3. Mm -hmm. Hopefully there's ones that... uh, um, other games that are coming out for us to get excited about, mm-hmm. at least like ones that haven't been listed at all. Yeah. Thanks to Walmart. Well, this is where you guys come in. I want to know what you guys think. What do you think of the Walmart spoiling things? Do you think this is a huge spoil for E3 announcements? What do you think about the mini thing we threw in there about can we change how we release games or no, this is the best way for games because we like that pop? The way I kind of described it, it's kind of like the WWE mm-hmm. where it's like, a match could be going on, and then you hear that wrestler's theme song, and there's this just, they call it the pop, where it's like the whole crowd goes, holy shit, and everyone cheers and stuff. Or Usually Stone Cold was that for me okay. in the 90s. It was like, you just hear the, it's like, what the hell's going on? That's kind of what it is for me with the gaming side of it. So I want to know what you guys think. Well, Johnny and I want to know what you guys think down below in that comment section. Let's move on, though, into our, well, actually, what was going to start the show, our original well, first topic. Was going to someone decided to blindside hey, me. Hey, man, I guess that's oh, the executive that window, decision that I can make, right, is I that guess. I can do that to uh, the show. But what I we guess. wanted to start off with, the first topic I had down was this week, I'm going to promote him, even though he needs zero of our promotion Mm -hmm. with how big he is. But Matt Pat, the game theorist, film theorist, stat guru for how analytics work and everything, the basically, to me, one of the smartest guys that I've ever watched on YouTube, came out with a film theory for Deadpool. And it basically was revolved around Peter W., the guy we've seen in the trailers, the guy he's, I guess, got his own Twitter account, this character. 
And the question is, will Peter W. be Peter Wisdom in Deadpool 2? And for those of you who don't know who Peter Wisdom is, I will let you know. So Peter Wisdom is a mutant. He was born in Scotland. He was born to Scotland Yard, Detective Sergeant, uh, our Sergeant uh, Harold Wisdom. He has a sister, Rosemary, and he is the, I guess he is the leader of the original X-Force, I believe, or one of the X-Forces. Mm-hmm. And his power, one of his famous ones, is that through his fingers, he can create heat knives out of his hand. That's pretty cool. But also what he can do is use other, like, for example, <clears throat> Butterball, who is in Deadpool 2, he can absorb that energy to power his power. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm taking Matt Pat's theory and I'm going next level on it. Okay. Where here's what I think, my exclusive theory, and I will ask you what you think. So what I think is going to happen is in the trailers, they're all mapping Cable out to be the bad guy, right? Yeah. Cable's the bad guy. Deadpool's the good guy. That's not going to happen. That's going to be a huge misdirection. You want to know why? Peter W's the bad guy. Peter Wisdom is the bad guy because here's what's going to happen. Here's the plot. And I'm going to probably be all wrong, but I'm going to say it anyways. Cable's coming back, right, from the future to we don't know if he wants to kill the kid or just take the kid. Here's what I think happens. Cable is coming from a universe in the future where Peter Peter Wisdom is the leader of X-Force. This X-Force team that Deadpool puts together, Deadpool gets bored with it after a while, and Peter Wisdom becomes the leader of it. In the future, Peter Wisdom finds Butterball, uses him as basically his own personal battery. Like, that's what he can do. He can basically take all of Butterball's powers and make him his own personal battery to use him to power up his own powers to make him stronger. So what I think Cable coming back to take Butterball so that Peter Wisdom can't get Butterball and the future that Cable's coming from doesn't happen. That's what I'm thinking. And it's going to be at first Deadpool and Cable battling it out. Then Cable is going to it's going to be revealed to Deadpool that, oh, wait, you're not the bad guy. And boom, they're going to be buddy cop. And it's going to be going after the new bad guy who will be Peter W who ends up being Peter wisdom. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I see it because like you said, in the, your description, what mm-hmm. you and I have read before yep. this about Peter W mm-hmm. Peter wisdom. Yep. He becomes the leader of X force. Why would he be the villain? Because, like, here's the thing. Especially when it looks like, and for my knowledge of the X-Men, my knowledge of mm-hmm. the future time travel shit, mm-hmm. it's because mutants are being basically eliminated, mm-hmm. ex- uh, um, not extinct, but kind of a version of genocide, um, if not captured and put into things. Here's the thing. So maybe it's not, maybe he doesn't have the And now I'm tweaking a little bit. Okay. Maybe it's, hey, he doesn't have the intent to do that now, but what if he does later? And that's what Cable is trying to avoid. Cable is saying, I am trying to avoid this by taking Butterball out of the 
out of the situation. Out of the equation. To where he can't use him and then use the X-Force. Maybe he uses the X-Force for bad in this universe. Maybe it's a little different from what the comics is, but... Because the thing that's also weird is there's parallels to this. Yeah. Peter W. is almost the exact opposite of every personality trait of Peter Wisdom exactly. in the comics. However, is that is that the whole thing of we're going to try to throw you off the scent by not even... Basically, I'm saying there, hashtag stay woke. Don't let them pull the, pull the sheet over your eyes. Don't be sheeple out there. Don't be sheeple. They're trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Don't let them happen. They're going to pull that twist on you, and Peter Wisdom is going to be the bad guy. I don't think he's going to be the bad guy. I think this is more of a movie about sort of a, I don't want to call it a misunderstanding, Mm -hmm. but more of a Deadpool versus Cable trying to finally get Cable to say, hey, he, there's another way, Cable, because Cable seems like the guy that's just like, I'm going to correct the problem the easiest way possible. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yeah. Who's wow, gonna be? I'm sorry. Who's gonna be the bad guy then? Because here in most movies, yeah. Once the if me and you were going at each other, protagonist antagonist. Once we start to be on the same level, that's when they introduce the oh, this is the real threat. Third act is now us being friends, taking on this new threat. Good question. I'm not totally sure about that yet. I haven't. Lo- Do you have any ideas? Of I haven't dove enough into looking like what mm-hmm. the Deadpool cable thing would be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's some twist with that. Um, I don't know if I ag- agree with Peter Wisdom being the villain though. In the like it, him being Peter Wisdom and being the villain, because mm-hmm. yeah, they do deviate from the comics. But they don't deviate like that, like that hard. Let me throw this. Like out. they don't like complete left turn on, complete one eighty on you. Let me like throw that. this. Let's take Peter Wisdom out of it. Okay. Just Peter W. In general, everything we know about him, could he be the villain without Peter being Peter Wisdom? Because the thing that doesn't sit easy with me, yeah. when it comes to Peter W. is we've seen already in trailers and everything, mm-hmm. and with the whole Twitter account parody Twitter account that they have. We have seen too much of this character for him to mean nothing in this movie or for him just to be a comical gag in this movie. Maybe, maybe not. Like, and <laughs> you would think, hey, it's just going to be a comical gag because of what Deadpool is. But is that them pulling the wool over your eyes and making you sheeple? I don't think I it is. I just like saying sheeple. I know you do. You are very fond <laughs> of the word. stay woke, people. Stay woke. Um... See, that's the thing I didn't know because there's some there's so many things they can do with Deadpool, mm-hmm. and it, obviously it's going to be at least half comedy. Mm-hmm. If it's not like the other way, it's going to be at least half comedy. So the one thing I was thinking, let's put it this way: he could be the villain, but I don't think they would go. He's Peter Wisdom and the villain mm-hmm. because it doesn't even ring true to the comics. If he becomes the leader of X Force. Why would they go that complete 180 off the tracks with it? Mm-hmm. They usually stay at least like, hey, if it's a villain, it's a villain. It's a it's a hero. It's a hero. We don't really change that at least. Mm-hmm. How his powers work a little bit. Things get tweaked here and there. His motivations get tweaked here and there. Mm-hmm. That's all fine and dandy. They don't do the 180 and make, oh, he was a, vil- a hero in the comics. He's a villain now. Like even and even that like the 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 complete opposite um, personality could all be a ruse. It could. That and then that—that's what can make him the villain, or that's what can make him Peter. Wo- mm-hmm. Peter Wisdom. I almost yeah. said Peter Woke. Thank you very much. <laughs> Peter Woke, baby. Stay woke, baby. <laughs> but I mean, the thing too is, and I don't know exactly how you do this. Maybe you can help me connect these dots. 
What if it's a fact of, hey, he's not evil right now, but Cable's like, no, I gotta, I'm taking this kid or killing this kid, um, because without this kid, him can't do what he does in the future. Yeah, and then Deadpool kind of turns like, oh, really? And then they turn to basically, we got to eliminate you. And then it's basically Peter W. fending for himself. However, the big thing people are saying is, but he doesn't have superpowers. A, we don't know if he's telling the truth. True. When he comes up and says, oh, I just saw the ad. Or two, is it something like Matt Pat said, where with the mutant gene, it's repressed and out of stress because that has been a common theme throughout the X-Men movies True. is under stress, those powers kind of come out, and with that stress of Deadpool coming at you trying to cut your head off, it comes out and shink, he just stops it with these flame uh, knives or whatever it is, or he he hits Deadpool and it's just, stop, and they're flame knives right through the chest of Deadpool. And then that's where he finds out he's got these powers, and then he becomes the baddie for the rest of the film only because they're trying to kill him to avoid the cable future. Yeah, again, it, you're going like into making uh, a, a person that's uh, mm-hmm. not a villain in the comic a villain. I would not go that route. Maybe he's just the head of an organization and he's like trying to infiltrate Deadpool's mm-hmm. group in the first place to get to Butterball. And then that's the Deadpool, or that's what uh, happens is, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a normal average guy. He seems like average Joe. He seems way too nice. Mm hmm. He is way too nice. Exactly. And then that's that's would be the perfect cover to be, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, I own this, an, this anti-mutant group. Yeah. Or he was the guy that was going to buy Butterball because you see he has the collar on. And as we learned from Deadpool, the first Deadpool. The inhibitor collar. The inhibitor collar. Thank you. Um, that's the him into mutants. Mm-hmm. They put the inhibitor collar on and ship them off to people. Mm-hmm. Was that in Deadpool One? That was. Was it? Yeah, they they were making mutants. Oh, you're to talking be slaves. Fra- Francis's lab. Francis's lab. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Francis was privately funded. Or I'm sorry, Ajax, but he was really Francis. He's named after a dish soap. <laughs> Francis. What what um, other things are you expecting from? The, we'll get into that. Just kind of close this off. What are you expecting from this movie? Well, that's the other thing I was going to say about week, him. We're a week away. We are. There's one other thing I was going to say about it. Go ahead. Um, there is the possibility they are just making him that much of a joke because, and yeah, the name would be. Do you really think so? Hear though? me out on okay, this. Okay, okay. Hear me out before you say yeah, anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yes, the name has been changed, mm-hmm. but. So Deadpool does have a sidekick in some of the comics. Mm-hmm. It's a Hydra agent named Bob. Didn't we already see him in number one? No, we did not. No. Oh, did we? Because he says Bob. It he wasn't does. a Hydra agent, but it was one of the, he goes, Bob? You're right. What's we did see him. On? You're right. And then he hits him and he goes, how's the, how's the wife still making the casserole? Was that Bob? The, Bob that could have been Bob, but I'm wondering if they're like trying to go off with the joke now because mm-hmm. it's just a random Hydra agent. Named Bob yeah. that goes on misadventures with mm-hmm. Deadpool. Maybe they wanted to throw that joke in there. It's like, well, shit, we already threw Bob in. What do we do? Whereas just name him maybe, Peter. Maybe it's not Bob. It's just each one has a Bob-like character. Yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah, he's doing like they're doing a Bob-like mm-hmm. character. I just find it weird. Like I know they couldn't use Hydra. Yeah, exactly. It was owned by the MCU. Although I'm assuming Disney would have been like, hey, give us Deadpool and we'll let you. 
We'll let you use uh, Hydra a little bit. We'll let you say Bob from Hydra. Um, but yeah, that's the whole thing. I did hear about that. Mm-hmm. But then I thought back, I'm like, he was in dead. Like, they made reference to it in Deadpool 1. So, like, they didn't say of Hydra because they but couldn't. But I'm saying maybe they wanted a Bob-like yeah. character. It's like, you know what? We kind of wasted Bob. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should. I'm just thinking, like, usually characters that are just there for ha 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 he's fun like if he was in the first trailer yeah and that's all we saw from him then i'd be like okay he's probably like don't even think about him he's a side piece he's not meant to be something but every almost every single trailer has had him in we haven't even we not alone seen him He's becoming a bigger force. Let's and hope. I don't and I don't think that's just because, oh my God, they ate it up, let's give them more. I think it's because deep down they're gonna pull the cover off and it might not be Peter Wisdom, it might be something else. I think he will become the main antagonist at the the third act, he's the bad guy. I say go. There's a go. reason why he wanted to join X Force. There's a reason. It might not be the Peter Wisdom thing I came up with. That's just what I'm going at to connect the two. Mm-hmm. But it will be something to where he's the bad guy third act. It's either that. It's either going to be one of two routes. He's going to be Peter Wisdom or become Peter Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Or other route, he's going to be the villain. That's what that's what I'm going to go with him. I mean, either let's way, be completely honest. He's a he little, could just be a random baddie that said, "Yeah, I chose the name Peter W." Like, I honestly. He's a little too calm skydiving. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed. Like with the straight face and the. Like, because everyone's. Like, nothing. Because everyone's like, oh my on. God, wouldn't it be funny if, like, the joke was, oh, he skydove and just hit the ground? But I'm like, they showed him too much just to do that. Yeah, exactly. Just to kill him just like that. I don't think that. they're just going to do that. No, I don't think so either. That's why I think he's going to be a main piece I'm of gonna, this. I'm just going to say three options. My mm-hmm. three options. Go ahead. So again, he's going to be, he's going to become the villain in the third act, mm-hmm. like you said, he, or he'll become Peter Wisdom and okay. just take over X-Force mm-hmm. for Deadpool because Deadpool's not going to stay. We know he's more of like an ADD kid. True. Or C, he literally is a Bob. He could be. I don't think so, but I mean, they could do that. Because, I mean, the only reason I'm giving it benefit of the doubt in that sense is because Deadpool is a blank, almost blatantly comedy movie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? People are going to eat this shit eat this shit up mm-hmm. when we th- show him just skydiving calmly. Or, I, I don't have any powers. I just saw the ad. Here's the only <clears> thing, <throat> and this weird. is getting away from him, just to f- end this with kind of final expectations. Because yeah. the next time we do a podcast, we will have already seen Deadpool 2. The thing that I thought about today watching Deadpool 1 was, I'm like, man, this is funny. And I'm sitting there thinking, is is the second one going to... Because I know there's the joke that Ryan Reynolds threw in one of the trailers mm-hmm. of like, yeah, you know what? You know what? The second one, 10 times better. You hit the bar. You raised it. Don't even need to do a third one. Don't even need it. You killed it. Mm-hmm. You killed it here. Don't even need to do a third one. I'm sitting there going, is it going to be just as... Like, not a, hey, is it going to be funny? Because I know it's going to be funny. But is it going to have the same effect on us? Because the thing I was thinking about was the fact of the first Deadpool meant so much to us because we had been asking for it. We had seen the thing online where it's like, is this real? Is it fake? No, I don't look at it. It's fake. Years down the line, hey, we're doing a Deadpool movie. Here it is. And then it's the same footage we saw. It's like, holy shit, that was really a thing. And we were finally getting what we wanted. Is this going to not have that same effect 
because it wasn't like a, oh, my God, we've been asking for this for years and we're finally getting it. Now it's like, oh, it's the second one. We already had this and it loses a little bit of that initial um, impact because it's not new anymore. It's not the first of its kind when it comes to Deadpool on the silver screen. No, I think we could still have a lot of fun with it. It doesn't mean it's going to be it's going to be like down mm-hmm. downgrade. I mean, look, and I know this is kind of a loose comparison. Look at when we saw um uh Super Troopers 2. Okay. All the jokes. As long as you can get people laughing and then have the nice up and down, mm-hmm. you're going to be fine. You're going to do fine. And But I would say Super Troopers 1 was better than 2. And that's what I'm that's kind of what I'm getting Maybe. at. Maybe. Not necessarily that is Deadpool 2 going to be bad cuz I don't think it will. But are we going to leave Deadpool 2 thinking, holy shit, that was way better than the first one? That's, that's all what up I'm to debate because, basically. I mean, that's a hit or miss. It's on mm-hmm. any movie. You can, some of them, the second one's better than the first and vice versa. Sometimes it's like, first was the best one. Now I'm going to ask you this, and this is me just off the cuff. I'm going to throw out uh, a movie and its sequel. You tell me which one you like more. Okay. Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Iron I Man. would go Iron Man. Iron Man because it's iconic. First Avenger or the Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier. See, I would go First Avenger. What about Thor or Thor the Dark World? <laughs> Man, you got me in a rock and hard place on that one. Because <laughs> Thor, at least. Because Thor wasn't like, Thor was good, but Thor Ragnarok was the best. Thor Ragnarok was the best. And Thor the Dark World had more action and more, yeah. more in depth to the storyline. But, but I would still go Thor. I'm going to tie on that one. Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron. Probably Avengers. Again, Avengers. it's more of the icon- iconicness than anything. X-Men, X-Men 2. I'm trying to remember what happened in each of those. Two. I would say X-Men. That's what. Or like Wolverine Origins, Wolverine, which was the second Wolverine was the one where he was in Japan. Um, If you're going to do that one, you're mm-hmm. gonna, I'm going to go with Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The second one, then. Yeah, the second one. And then the last one that I'll mention, I could do this all night, but the last one I will mention is Spider-Man. I'll let you choose either Andrew Garfield or Sam Raimi, one versus two. Um, Let's see. If I, I'll i just do both. If okay. I'm going to do... Um, if Spider- I'm doing Raimi, it's the first one. Raimi, it's... I don't know. I like Doc Ock, though. I did like what they did with... I did like Doc Ock in that. Um... I think I would do the first one for both of them. Garfield, I would do the second one. I liked I liked Electro. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was weirdly done, but I liked it. It was really. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't want. Avant garde, probably not the term I want to use. Mm-hmm. It was. It was very different. And it was kind of a refreshing take on Electro because let's be honest, who takes Electro seriously in any anywhere else except for the animated series one? Except for the animated series one, yeah, probably so, no one. No one, exactly. So I, I would mean, go look at second of those. It ones. wasn't even like, oh my god, it's Electro. It was some guy with electronic things. That's like, oh, actually, that's the, Electro. That was Shocker. Oh, Shocker. That's that was Shocker. Um, as in for the Remy, um. Shit. I would say the first one. I go first only because, again, it was iconic. It was our first mm-hmm. superhero movie. And that's the thing I'm thinking about with, wow, that was pretty much our first one. Except it was. for, like, the crappy, not crappy because I was a young kid, but, like, the Batman and Robins yeah. and um, Batman Forevers. The ones you go back and go, holy shit. Yeah, as an adult, <laughs> a very different mindset than when I was a kid. 
What killed the dinosaurs? The bat nips. What killed the dinosaurs? The bat The ice age. The bat card. I never leave the cave without it, Robin. So many ice puns. <laughs> oh, freeze you later. <laughs> but this is where you come in. Oh. I don't know why I made a flamethrower sound. That's what I did. I mean, it, close enough. As close as you can get, right? Let us know what you guys think down below about Deadpool 2, about Peter W. being Peter Wisdom, or what do you think the being plot's going to be, being the villain. Anything about Deadpool 2, just let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Let's move on, though. Johnny going into Avengers Infinity War. And as I said last week, when we talked about Gamora, first off, if you haven't checked that out, go and check it out right now on our YouTube channel, YouTube page. But like I said in the beginning of that one, if you have not seen Avengers Infinity War, first off, what are you doing? This is the third weekend. Shame on you. I don't you. know how you haven't seen it yet because I've seen it twice. I'm going to probably see it. I think I'm going to see it again, maybe knock on wood for a third time tomorrow. One of my other friends said she wants to go see it. So I'm like, sure. It was one of those things where she's like, oh, you've already seen it twice. I'll go with someone else. And I went, oh, no, you won't. The I'm hell see- you will. I'm like, I am seeing it a third time. She's like, but you already know what happens. I'm like, and this is another thing I'm going to get into really quick. Yeah. This is how much I love Avengers Infinity War. I have the urge to... When it comes out on DVD, buy it and just watch it over and over and over. Like, I, I, I have the urge to just watch it on repeat. That is how good it, like, I got the urge after seeing it a second time with Dave. I, I Honestly, it's like a drug right now. Mm-hmm. I've been jonesing to go see it again, and I'm, like, ready to <laughs> beat the rest of my friends. Because I saw it with you. have only seen it once, right? seen it once. Okay. I'm ready to beat the rest of my friends. Because none of them want to go? No one wants already- to not like literally beat him. I don't. I don't I've never really. He's <laughs> like I'm not a violent character. I'm not a violent character, but I'm like jonesing for right now. It's like, yes, you're like a you're like uh, Dave Chappelle's character. Want to smoke some crack? Huh? <laughs> you want some crack? Got some crack? Which, by the way, saw a Facebook post. King jonesing for I it. I think it was the Gap. They are selling a piece of clothing that is a tan jacket with a blue hoodie in the middle, <laughs> which is basically. Yeah, I'll let you put that together. But oh, what shit. we are talking about today, spoilers for Adventures Infinity War, if you have not seen it, I'll say it again. Game. If you did not get the point, this is going to be spoiler-filled for Infinity War. But what we are talking today, Johnny, is what was the saddest, what was the most impactful, which death hit you the most? And I know there are many deaths, so yes. for you guys in the comment section, I want to know who that death was. But for me and you, it's pretty much a little bit of a debate here, I think. And we're going to be looking at two, unless I'm wrong and your answer isn't going to be what I think it is. But the two that I think we're going to look at are Spider-Man and Groot. Because you sent me something on Monday where you're like, dude, check this out. Where basically James Gunn said... That the last words that Groot said to Rocket as translated, he was I mean, obviously away, it's I am Groot, but the translated, yeah, translated he said, Dad. And James Gunn then did a tweet after that, the day after, where he said, I knew my answer to the spoiler question last night was touching and sad, but I really did not expect to wake up to so many tweets of people telling me they're crying. Sorry for that if you're at work or whatever, but it means a lot to me. You love the characters as much as I do because somebody, and he quoted in that tweet, someone said, oh man, thanks for the emotional gut punch there, Mr. Gunn. 
Jesus, that just added 195,483 extra layers into every Guardian scene from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Infinity War with the Guardians in it. Four cry face emojis. And then used a GIF of the X-Men original series of like Wolverine chasing down um, Cyclops and it's not playing. I'm, I'm assuming it's Cyclops crying is what it is. I'm trying to find what you're talking about. I don't have that one up. But... Basically, what it is, is there's that. Then there's the Spider-Man side, where there's an article from Screen Rants where one of the, um, it was Matt Aiken, the lead visual effects supervisor um, for the Infinity Wars. This is basically how he explained the Peter Parker scene. Spidey's really fighting it. He definitely doesn't want to go, and he's fighting. He's incredibly powerful, so he's able to withhold it for a lot longer than some of the others. But in the end, he can't withstand it. So here's what I think it's going to be. I think I'm going to say Spider-Man. You're going to say Groot, right? Well, I told you it's like it's probably second, but close to first. For this, for, for, for the sake of the discussion. You want me to argue Groot? Go on the Groot side. Okay. I'm going to let you have the floor first. Basically, why do you think or why would you think argue for someone who thinks Groot is the more impactful death? Because okay, I my am, Groot fans. Because I am on the side of Spidey. Groot is a clear second. Okay, so I want all my, down the wall. I want, Stroke the furry wall. <laughs> I, I, I just like doing that. I don't know why. You see me do it before every yeah. show. I'm going to show them I'm doing he it strokes now. Strokes the furry wall. <laughs> it's not fur. It's foam. It's uh, uh, get them to the Greek reference. <laughs> I know, I know it's Russell Brand, but yeah. go ahead. Um, so, anyways, all my group fans out there, I want you guys to support me, please. <laughs> um, so the reason I I have to say yes, in the theater, Spider Man mm-hmm. was the most impactful because we knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. But the second Peter Gunn comes out with, so you remember because I I mean I remember vividly like a nightmare. As everyone disappears, first it's Bucky, then I think it was Sam next. Mm-hmm. No, T'Challa, then Sam. No, I thought it's Sam, then Sam, then T'Challa. Why can I not say? I can't speak. I was going to say English. That's not English. I can't speak tonight. We'll just go with that. Then T'Challa, and then the Guardians. Nope. Then it was Groot. Yeah. Then we didn't see the guys from Titan until after the main. Until one. I, did Scarlet Witch and Vision go before Groot or after Groot? I think they went after Scarlet Groot. Witch disappeared I think it was after Witch Groot. And Vision was after Vision's Groot. body just stayed there. That's right. Vision's body just stayed there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only person like you got, yeah, Bucky was sad because he goes Steve disappears. Yeah. Um, T'Challa tries War Machine looking for, for Sam. Sam, Sam goes, away. oh shit. Black Panther comes up. No, this is no place to die. And right as she, she grabs goes his hand, grab, disappears. Groot looks at Rocket, mm-hmm. being against the log, and one final kind of scared, mm-hmm. I am Groot. Disappears. And that doesn't have a huge impact. I mean, Rocket starts kind of crying, mm-hmm. yells out, Groot, no. And that's really sad in, the, in that aspect. Because it's like, shit, mm-hmm. I lost you again. This time, I'm not getting you back. Yeah, or they don't think I'm getting you back. I will, yeah. as, I'm just going with what Rocket thinks mm-hmm. right now. I'm not going with our outside perspective. Yeah. Um, now, that's what I'm saying. Rocket thinks, holy shit, I can't, I'm not getting you back. Because before, there was remnants of Groot left. Mm-hmm. There's nothing left of Groot now. Yeah. So he thinks nothing getting back. And then you got 
everyone else that disappears. You got Spider-Man in a long and lingering, and mm-hmm. it's yeah, that's sad. It was probably the status one in the theater, but as soon as I learned, as soon as you can translate what Groot said, Dad, it was a father losing his son with no control. Mm-hmm. Rocket has grit has. I mean, yes, the rest of the Guardians did too, mm-hmm. but Rocket has raised Groot to the point where Groot considers him his father, and we. The only the only one that knew what Groot said at the mm-hmm. time was Rocket. So just ima- I just start to imagine and Thor if Thor heard it. Yeah, and Thor, but Thor wasn't over no, there. No, I know. I'm just making. And fun you're right. Of you're, right. Thor, you're right. You're right. Thor was on. Thor would have known too. And actually, if uh, Quill was there, he would have known. Yeah, because he's starting to understand Groot too. Because when he says it early, he goes, "Whoa, the acorns on you, pal." Exactly. So <laughs> my thing was that's really I, I again Peter is really sad that like. Now I need to go. Kid being so scared. You mean Rocket is sad. You said no, Peter. no, no. I Peter as in oh, Peter okay. Parker. Um, that is a really sad scene to see a kid. I'll I'll defend that one. I'll and defend I defend that one. Hey, don't tell me how to <laughs> don't tell me how to make an argument. Go ahead. I remember my speech classes. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of my speech class. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> That's how you win a great speech. Is at the end of it, you just turn to your opponent and go, "Hey, fuck you." Hey. Fuck you! That's how evil Morty won, right? Basically, basically, but it was more of more of a physical fuck you of killing people. Go ahead, what um, you were saying. Anyways, no, I mean that is really sad to see a kid scared out of his mind, knowing he's going. But I mean, I just go back to the father losing his son, scared dad, mm-hmm. and disappears, and then the emotion that Rocket's going through of I lost him. And I was his father. I was supposed to be there to protect him. To me, I am on the other side. And the reason I am on the other side is I feel like how I feel with the two is they share so many of the same attributes. Mm -hmm. But the Spider-Man one takes it a step further. Like what you just said, the whole father losing his son, son losing his father. That's basically at, and I'm going to use air quotes for my audio listeners, at the core of the Spider-Man 1, too. Because first off, let's look into the deep dive here. Spider-Man obviously sees Tony as a father figure. Yeah. You saw it in Homecoming. You saw it in Civil War. He looks up to he looks up to Tony. He wants that approval from Tony. We even see the little back and forth. Like, you know what? If you even cared, you would be here. Suit opens up. Iron Man steps out. What do you want, kid? What, what are you thinking? I am here. Like that whole scene where he takes the suit away mm-hmm. from Spider-Man. So you have that side of it. Also, there's the other side of, yes, Rocket cares for Groot. But with Tony Stark, it's so many more layers to where Tony in this movie, I feel like this is me putting in my belief that line in the beginning, that little back and forth between Tony and Pepper. There's a reason they told you about that dream. Yeah. There's a reason they said it how they did where he was like, hey, you know, you know, like when you have a dream and you have to pee and then you start going. Well, for me, it's I started in the dream, and it's like, oh, shit, I'm starting to go, and I've already gone on myself. That's my childhood for you. But Gross. what it is is he tells that, and then he's like, oh, like we named a kid, and we named it after like your uncle or something. And right after the movie, I remember telling you, and I think I said this in our review, I was like, 
after the movie, I'm thinking, holy shit. Subconsciously, at that point, that was his dream telling him that you do have a son. Mm -hmm. You see Peter as your son or as a son-like figure. So that, to me, yeah, Rocket feels that already, but the fact that Tony doesn't consciously but subconsciously does and this is kind of that whole like process of you don't know what you got till it's gone kind of a thing yeah. and actually those feelings coming up for the first time make it to me even more then there's the third one so peter's the first part of this tony's the second part of this the third part is what the visual effects guy went into where he said Spidey's really fighting it. He definitely doesn't want to go and he's fighting. He's incredibly powerful. So he's able to withhold it a little long, a lot longer than some of the others. But in the end, he can't withstand it to the fact that, yeah, you can say, well, no, that's not fair. Cause Peter has the powers to do that. Where Groot didn't, but the fact that he was so, he was just as scared as Groot. And was trying to fight it. And you see that little bit of hope. And him just go, it didn't say dad, but just the, I'm sorry. And think back. What is he saying I'm sorry for? He could be saying he's sorry because he's failed Tony, this or that. I think in Peter's head, he was saying I'm sorry for not listening. Mm -hmm. When Tony said, no, you're going back, hits the parachute, and he goes. That's what I think he's saying. A little inference there, but that to me is why that is more impactful. However, the Groot one, it's not like a definite, like, no, you're wrong. I can see both sides. Yeah. But that's why I would say Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. The only thing I, and this is because of me, the mm -hmm. reason I can see, again, the Groot is... I I was telling you it was a close tie, mm -hmm. if not it was second, if not a close tie, is because I think yeah, it's really sad to see Spider Man like and especially with that explanation as well. Mm -hmm. He's trying to fight it, and that's why he lasted longer. And the Tony and his relationship, yeah. But when you and I wouldn't know this specifically, if parents out there can mm -hmm. tell us, when you've raised something as opposed to taking someone under your wing, what has more of an attachment? You and your mom or you and some of your friends? Oh, I couldn't I couldn't imagine losing my mother. Exactly. That's a close I feel like that's a closer bond. So in a sense, mm -hmm. I feel like that's the closer bond lost. Mm -hmm. And that's why it was so sad to, and, to lose Groot. And that's the thing I'm arguing or kind of arguing yeah. is that's the point of that having that dream be said at the beginning because yeah. yes, the death is the something to kick it into like, holy shit, that's how I feel. But it puts it in the subconscious that, you know, Tony is feeling like Peter is his son. He just doesn't know it yet. Like, and that's the thing that kicks the feeling into where it's like, holy crap, I lost my son. Yeah. Kind but of I'm thing. Saying, Although they're not blood related. It's like a stepson and a well, stepfather. Neither, neither is yeah. neither is Groot and Rocket. True. But Rocket has raised the rabbit. The rabbit. <laughs> Rocket has raised him. Exactly. Rocket has been his actual basically mm -hmm. well again. And they've been friends before that. They were too. friends before that and new Groot. So Rocket mm -hmm. already has this attachment to the baby Groot. Mm -hmm. Baby Groot 
learns that, excuse me, this mm-hmm. is my dad. That's all Groot really knows. Mm-hmm. So that's why I see it as, again, like a second, if not a, a tie with Tom, mm-hmm. with Spider-Man, because yeah, in the, in the movie without the context, I would totally give it to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But now that this makes it a second or even a, a like I said, a tie mm-hmm. or a close tie. Because of the context behind it now. The one I want to throw in, and neither of us are going to say this is the most impactful. Okay. But I feel like there's a third camp out there. Yeah. There's. A, I'm assuming there's a third camp out there that is going to say Gamora. Yeah, I agree. Yes, we talked about it last week. That is another one. Notice all three of these deaths revolve around a parent Losing and a child. <laughs> the thing with Gamora's is, is that more impactful because it was the father choosing, I have to do this for what I believe in and making the impossible that, choice. That's a really hard like choice, Like what you too. were saying, the bond between, it would be like imagining, and I know my mom wouldn't be able to do this because she's so, like, anything happens, like, let's say we're at such and such area. Mm-hmm. Anything happens and she hears about it on Facebook, she immediately texts me. That's and how I know it's a too. motherly thing, but it would be like your mom grabbing you saying i have to kill you for what i believe in yeah um and to complete my goal in life that's hard to do so Mm -hmm. like could is there a case for the people that say it's gamora to have a leg to stand on that's the most impactful i would say they do have a leg to stand on but in my opinion it goes spider-man and groot and then Mm -hmm. gamora is my third would be my third yeah it it hands down that would be the like the order spider-man again it, it's really close with Groot, Groot and Spider-Man. Spider-Man's maybe leading mm-hmm. that much because of, I mean. I think with Spider-Man, there's so much, there's so much more into it where it's so many working pieces. Yeah. To where I feel like Spider-Man's death is the more complex version. Groot's is, now that we know it's dad, Groot's is the more simplified version. And I mean. That's not taking away anything from either or. No. But it's just with, if you feel a connection to the Spider-Man one, it's because you understand and feel for all the moving parts. And like in the one tweet I read where it's like, holy crap, going back and all the scenes in Guardians 2 and um, Infinity War that make the Groot Rocket one so impactful as well. I have another one that was pretty... And is it this, the same this, one this I'm thinking of? This Go ahead. This isn't a disappear one either. Mm-hmm. This, uh, it's it's sad. It doesn't even like make a running for the other ones, but when Scarlet Witch has to blow up Vision... I was actually going to bring up Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Only to... And this, this is what makes it so much worse, only though. Only to have, have it undone. Re- and undone and then, and then like rip his, part of his skull out. Mm-hmm. That is, and it again, it doesn't come into the running. Maybe, maybe kind of competes with Gamora, but doesn't compete with the other two. I'll give you my top five. Okay, here's my top five most impactful deaths. Um, do you want me to start from five or start with one? Well, one's the most, most impactful. impactful. Go with uh, five to one. So number five on my rankings of most impactful deaths in Infinity War goes to Loki. Oh shit! I yeah. mean, that was one how'd I, where how did I forget about like, him? And this is a debate I had with Dave. And yeah. I want to ask you this. Ooh, first, off, first off, first <laughs> off, with you, yeah, it's, go a, ahead. it's a simple question. Do you think Loki's coming back? So, 
this is, this all comes into a whole uh, what's going to happen in four, and I think most everyone's going to come back. Do you? But do you think Loki comes back and is back for good? That's, That's the debate. question. Because my answer was no, because his trachea got destroyed. Well, it that, was. Oh, you know what? No, you're right. Because I mean, Dave was thinking, I ah, resurrected before he'll find a way. No, he's not Th- going to find a way. Thanos in front of Thor squeezed that trachea in that neck and crushed. Actually, it. no, I go back. Yeah, no, he's not going to. He's not going to come back because mm-hmm. when they reverse everything, they're going to reverse everyone that was taken by the stone. And possibly but not reverse it that far. No. Well, it, it's more so. OK. And this is this is going with a the theory that everyone mm-hmm. that disappeared is sucked into the soul stone. Yeah. Everyone that got just they're dust, not dead. They're everyone just in the soul. Stone. Everyone who became dust in the wind is going to come back. Dust in the wind. <laughs> You're welcome. And then there's going to be another one of guardians. Just need an acoustic guitar. <laughs> All we are is dust in the wind. Oh God! Make that somebody make that music video make us cry. <laughs> Please, I want I want that whole end scene. Dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. In the background, or just Steve Rogers playing an acoustic an acoustic guitar. Eyes. Go on. With what Only you were for saying. a moment, then Bucky's gone. Oh, keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Keep down going. The list. I don't. I don't need to cry. I don't need to cry today. <laughs> Go, keep going what you were saying about Loki. Um, so, no, because, oh, say, everyone from that's going to come mm-hmm. back. The Guardians are going to try and find a way to get Gamora back because yeah. we got, and the only reason we say that is because we got hints about Guardians 3. Mm-hmm. Thor's not going to try and get Loki back. No. Not because he doesn't want his brother back, but because he's not going to see your... You really are the worst brother. <laughs> he, did, he saw his own brother's trick you just smash. Mm-hmm. Dude, not gonna, and the coloration in his face looked like it changed after that happened. God, and not even like in the same way that it did in the dark like world. Like gray death phase. Yeah. So that would be my five would be Loki. Oh, shit. Yeah. Number four, I'm going to say Vision. Well, Vision, Scarlet Death, they're a package. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically because what you were saying, hey, I killed you myself, even though you told me the whole romantic line of, all I feel is you. I um, love you. He actually said I love basically. you right before she blew him up. Uh, and then you have number three would be Gamora. Number two would be Groot. Number one would be Spider-Man. What about you? My Because clo- there are so many I did not list. My list is very close to yours. Okay. There's one I had and I couldn't remember. I'm Heimdall? like blanking right now. No, Heimdall wasn't that like impactful. It was sad to see Heimdall go. Was it someone at the end, or I'm trying to remember what it was now? Because I mean, let me let's just go through the list mm-hmm. of everyone that passed that pa- passed away, mm-hmm. died. I'm just gonna go with. So we got Spider Man. It wasn't Doctor Strange. No, definitely not. Doctor Strange was way too calm. Well, because he saw the future. Yeah, he knows what's going on. He's but... the only one that knows what's happening. <laughs> he was just like way too calm for that that to be yeah. even remotely a sad death. Mm-hmm. Trying to think, everyone who died now. Um... The Guardians, not th- not so sad. Everyone but Rocket. Everyone but Rocket. Um, you have Sam, you have T'Challa, you have Vision, Scarlet Witch, Bucky is gone. Um, most of the, it was the fifth tribe of Wakanda, the that yeah. tribe. Um, the I can't one led by Whitey. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the tribe. I can't either. Um, you also had- Led by Mubaku, I think he- it is, yeah. right? Heimdall, you had Loki. Loki. The Nova Corps. Nova Corps, but we doing off-screen death. But, I mean, still, the Nova wiping out the Nova Corps. That is sad, too, because think of... The Collector. 
The Collector, again, another off-screen death. I'm not really too saddened by his death, honestly. Mm-hmm. He's not really that lovable of a character, no. not really that emotionally enti- tied mm-hmm. to him. Um, I mean, the Novacore one would be sad, too, because just think about John C. Riley's character and his family. He mm-hmm. destroyed all of Xandar. Yeah. But and now no, there's rumors there. that, hey, that could create the Nova. Nova. So that'd the be The Nova cool. that we know and love. Yeah. Um, my list is going to be basically yours. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Unless you want to throw like Ebony Maw in there, but that, that's None a villain. Wasn't really sad about it. I think out of the Black Order, his was the coolest death. Ebony Maw. Ebony Maw was the alien. Hey, you ever see that movie from Alien? They suck him out the. Door. That was cool. I mean, it's either him or oh, Cole Obsidian. Yeah. When he latches the banner, Buster. Yeah, Buster Arm just sends him through the shield. No, he disintegrates him. Yeah, because he sends him yeah. through the shield. Oh, I was. Yeah. I thought it was not through, but it was just like he, well, he like dragged when him do, along. When you do this, like with friction. Yeah, that's what I meant. He dragged him along yeah, it, so he exactly. just burnt him to nothing. A crisp. Actually, it was like nothing yeah, actually, was left. Nothing was left. So, really, you'd say the same list. Yeah, same list. And okay. again, like I said, Spider Man. Spider Man grew, grew to like a second, if not mm. a close, if not like tying for first. Also, you want to hear a fun fact I learned before we wrap this up? Yeah. The line in Infinity War where they were like, who are, um, what's Thanos? Who is Thanos? Or who's Thanos? I'll do one better. Why Thanos? That line from Drax, completely improv from Dave Batista. I believe it, and I love when they improv completely stuff like that. Completely improv from Batista. I love, I love <laughs> when they improv shit because apparently I don't know if you read mm-hmm. if you read the art. Wasn't this article? They or was let, another one that they let most of them do improv. Tom Holland improv that last scene. Yep. They just told them what they wanted. That yeah. was awesome. This is what we want from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. God, God, that was awesome. God damn it, Tom Holland. That's why it's my number one. Like That's Tom my number one. Crying from, from the cast. Like, That's could you imagine? my number one. But uh, any final thought before I wrap this up? We're getting kind of pressed for time here. No, the um, shuts. I mean, beautiful. Uh, all beautiful this stuff. Is, this is where you guys, if you have not already, let us know what your most impactful death when you saw Avengers Infinity War or You better have seen it if you're watching it. this. I'm yeah. not going to look at you, you guys went, right now. If you went the whole way, then spoilers. <laughs> this is um, your fault. You did this to yourself. Let us know your most impactful okay, death down below in the comment section. Let's move on, though, into the next topic. And usually yeah. I feel like I'm saying final topic, but no, we got two become, more to go. It's become more of a pattern of doing more. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're really hitting you. We had a lot under the Nerdy Suns today mm-hmm. to talk about. So we're looking at DC. That's why I wore this shirt. And what we're looking at, Johnny, is basically we're going to answer the question of, is Batman the Justice League's best hero? And the reason why I am asking this is I am going to read a little bit of this article from Screen Rant, where basically they say fans can debate the best Justice League hero, but DC has confirmed that without Batman, the super team wouldn't have survived their very first mission. True. Most fans of DC Comics will have their own rankings of which Justice League hero is best or most super powered if not inherently most super heroic. Superman is typically given the top spot based on powers alone, since no matter how smart Bruce Wayne can be, Superman can always kill Batman with one punch, as the current comic runs have confirmed. If fans took that as a sign that Batman writer Tom King agrees Bruce Wayne isn't winner of the Justice League 
Justice League's MVP award, then Batman number 46 should set the record straight. Because a world without Batman is worse than anyone could have imagined. Mainly because the Justice League would be wiped out in their first canonical team-up. And basically what the story of Batman 46, spoiler if you haven't read it, is basically Booster Gold goes back in time and finds out that when the Justice League united to fight Starro, that without Batman in that fight, the Justice League loses. So I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. this article, you can go off of it, you can debate it, you can basically whatever you want. The question is, is Batman the Justice League's best hero? Is he? See, that's... (laughs) Trying to think how to go about saying this. Because... In that sense, because I asked Dave yesterday, and he said no, the Flash. I mean, that's his, that's a Dave's favorite character. Exactly. B. Um, when it it, it it I think it comes when you you're talking about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You you almost have to be more specific mm-hmm. because you can you can narrow it down in so many different ways when it comes tactically mm-hmm. and why they lost into Starro. Then yes, he then is. yes he is. Here's when it comes to a fight. Mm-hmm. Who do I want on my side? Here's what I will do. Okay, go ahead. This is the stipulation for it. And each of us will set this own stipulation for us. Okay. Basically, in your thought, Mm -hmm. who is the best Justice League hero? And what is your stipulation for how you came up with that answer? So, like, I am going to say Batman, but I'll let you know why I think it's Batman. I want you to go and let us know why, because I'm going to think over mine. So, here's why I think it's Batman, because. To me, I've had this, it really comes down to a a debate that I've had with my boss from college, that the job I worked at, the radio station I worked at Mm -hmm. in college, along with Sean, I believe I've had this debate with also. And the debate comes down to who is better, Batman or Superman. And I've clearly been on the side of Batman is better than Superman. And the reason why I think he's the best hero, because to me it doesn't, Like, I'm not thinking of it as Batman v Superman who wins in a fight. That's silly. Superman will win every time. Like I said, one punch, you're dead. Plus, Superman's from outer space. Batman is a normal human. However, the thing I look into is which one is more relatable. And yes, there are some people that will say, no, Superman is more relatable. And they will list off the laundry list of what it is. But at the core argument of it, I always say you can relate so much to Superman, but you'll never be Superman. You will never be Superman. You want to know why? Because you're not an alien. You're not an alien. You're never going to have superpowers. I know the same people will say, well, Ricky, you're never going to be Batman because you're never going to be rich. You're never going to have that much money. Yes, that is probably true, but it is my odds of becoming Batman are far better than me becoming Superman. And that goes into the relatability. To me, Batman is so relatable and the every intricacy of his personality, of what he fights, his own personal demons, it is so, like, he is us. He is a real person. And for me, it was always, the thing I loved about Batman was, yeah, did he know, like, jiu-jitsu and taekwondo and karate and all these different fighting styles yes did he have all these gadgets to help him yes 
but really at the at the core of it, what tool did Batman use the most? I'll ask you. What tool did he use the most? Battering. Not the battering. <laughs> it's a tool that each one of us his has. Mind, his, yeah. his brain. He always knew what to do. Sorry, he always I had, to make had that joke. yeah. He always had the contingency plan. He always like Justice League Doom. He had a contingency plan for every single Justice League member. And then when Superman asked him, "Oh, are you so egotistical that you didn't think of a contingency plan for you?" Batman looks him right in the face and goes, "Yeah, I did. It's called the Justice League." The Justice League is the contingency plan against me. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is why I, I mean, this is also why he's my favorite hero is, yeah, Superman can come in, heat vision, punch super big, see through walls, have all these powers. That's great. But I always link to a guy who didn't have powers that had to use this, had to be the smartest guy in the room because that's how it was always a chess match between him and his villain. Because it's I have to outsmart you kind of a thing. And that is why, to me, I would say he is the Justice League's MVP, their most valuable hero. Because when it comes to a Wonder Woman, when it comes to a Flash, when it comes to a Superman, there is always one way to kind of... There's always one thing that's like, oh, Superman's kryptonite. With Wonder Woman, it was the... And I'm using Justice League Doom here. It was making her see everyone as Cheetah. So basically her adrenaline keeps going because she wants to fight, fight, fight. And basically she has a heart attack. With the Flash, it's, hey, I'm going to attach this bomb to you. If you slow down, it blows up, you die. Whereas Batman, he's the one on the team where without him, no other of these members think the same way as him. They don't have that same thought process. So without him, they don't have that tactical ability and they lose a fight like in Batman 45 where they lose the fight against Starro because none of them are a tactician quite like Batman is. And that's why I would say he's the best hero for the Justice League. I know I went really long winded there. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Retort and kind of what you were thinking about who would be the best so- JLA hero. I'm just thinking through all the members. I'm thinking everything I know about the Justice mm-hmm. League. I'm thinking all that stuff. And Do you, you want to... Here's a question I should have asked before. Okay. Do you want to narrow it down? Do I want to narrow it down? Like, narrow it down to, hey, it's only these people. So, like, Superman, Wonder Woman, oh. Flash, Cyborg. Do we want... Are you saying we narrow yeah, down the Justice League? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you want to? I mean... To? It, do you want gonna, to include, like, a Booster Gold or, like... We're not going to include Booster Gold <laughs> or any of them or, like, the, the Justice League mm-hmm. Unlimited whole Cause crew. Because here's what I'm thinking. But we'll include Cyborg. We'll include yeah. Manhunter. I'm thinking And obviously Man, the core. I'm thinking Manhunter, Cyborg, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Superman... Green Lantern. Aquaman. And Aquaman. Those well, are the eight. Well, Aquaman, I completely forget about half the time. Yeah. Aquaman. So those are the, we'll eight do the eight members. We'll do those eight. Okay. And out of those, um, I mean, I think about it. I think about Justice League in general. Mm-hmm. And you talk about relatability. Honestly, and I had an argument with a friend about this. To me, that's why I see if Marvel, I read Marvel over DC. Because they're more relatable? All the care, all the heroes are more relatable to me. Mm-hmm. They're more human. Honestly, and I like this this uh, thing I saw online. Marvel is humans trying to be gods. Mm-hmm. DC is gods trying to be humans. Kind of, yeah. Except for except one for of Batman. You, and except for Thor on the Marvel yeah. side. <laughs> that is kind of weird. Yeah, right? So 
when it comes to, and it, maybe this will surprise you, maybe you won't, mm-hmm. I would go with Batman as well. Because with you can have all the powers in the freaking world. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to use them, you're freaking screwed. You don't know how you don't know how to you don't know how to work and and not just you having powers yourself then. Mm-hmm. You have a team full of super like super powered people mm-hmm. and not a single one of them knows how to work together. How the hell are you going to get anything done? Yeah. Unless you get it done by Sherlock. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, this sound, Wow, I sound like I'm being really reluctant on it. No, I'm going to agree with you and say Batman. Well, at least you, it's not like the fast break comment section. Batman, where I guess. Usually it's like, well, I hate to agree with Ricky, but. <laughs> I hate to agree with you, Ricky, but it's going to be Batman. And like that's. No, the, it, you need the tacticianer. Mm-hmm. You need someone who. Because like Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, none of them have that ability to, hey, here's the plan. I mean, they can make small plans. Or they can make plans for themselves. But it's not to the ability that Batman has. No, not at all. Like finding, like using that, your brain, mm-hmm. to figure out what is their weakness as quickly as Batman does. Mm-hmm. And then going about and saying, okay, you, we need you to do this and you to do this and mm-hmm. you to do this. All in that matter of sh- that short time, you mm-hmm. got, yeah, eventually Superman figured out his enemy's weakness. Eventually Flash figured out his enemy, enemy's mm-hmm. weakness. Maybe a little quicker. <laughs> Yeah. Flash joke. Yeah, because he runs fast. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't... But Batman's always been a guy, too, where it's like... He has contingency on contingency yes, on contingency he's always plan. got a backup plan. Exactly. But also, he's, he always felt like, to me, where it's like, he'll sit back and observe the situation before jumping right in. That, too, yeah. Whereas For the most like part. A, whereas, like, a Wonder to. Woman, a Superman... Boom, we're right in. Here I come to save the day. I mean, I'm I, that's what they're going to do and that's what they're yeah. good at. They are they are brawlers, so mm-hmm. they'll go right in and try the first thing they know how to do the Whereas best. Batman kind of has that like I'm going to observe, I'm going to come up. Usually like half of a Batman episode is him at the bat computer trying to figure like is he's got him that investigating de- the scene because he's got that detective side. Yeah. Well, that's because I mean, if he were to try a Superman or Wonder mm-hmm. Woman tactic, he might get himself killed. Exactly, because he's human. Exactly, he's not gonna mm-hmm. take. He's not gonna take a bullet or a punch from Bane. Yeah. and just walk walk away from mm-hmm. him. It's gonna hurt like hell or kill you. Exactly, and that's so why he's got to use his brain. And you need that in a team. You mm-hmm. need someone in that like a team. Like for we kind of in this is getting a little off topic and mm-hmm. dragging our other topics back in. Go ahead. Um, the Avengers. Uh-huh. You have Iron you kind of like have co-captains mm-hmm. of Iron Man and Cap. Cap is great tacticianer. Mm-hmm. Iron Man is just that intelligent where he's like, okay, this plan's not working. We need to try something along the lines of this. Mm-hmm. And Ta- Cap will know, okay, I need you to go do this. I need you to go do this. Look at just Avengers, the very end scene. Okay, Cap, he's, Tony's smart enough to know, okay, Cap needs to lead this. Thor. Cap go. and Iron Man are kind of <clears throat> like Superman and Batman. Yeah. Where, I mean, Cap goes, okay, Thor, bottleneck them, don't let anyone else in. Mm-hmm. Tony, or, um, Tony, three blocks back or take mm-hmm. them out. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye, call out Strays because you're the one with the eye. The rest of us, go do this. I feel like out of the... He's got tactician Well, I'll bring both skills. of them into it. Is okay. Cap and Superman are related because they're the moral compass. Yeah. Whereas Batman and Tony. Uh, Tony are the ones that I'm going to have a contingency plan. And if shit hits the fan, I'm not going to be afraid to go to that plan. Exactly. I'm not going to be afraid to go to it 
because like the whole thing was, and I'm going to bring Justice League Doom into it because mm-hmm. that's another thing is Batman had contingency plans on every Justice League member. And even Superman, I think, or Wonder Woman, one of them brought up at the end where it was like, but you had these plans to kill us. And Batman goes, no, someone altered my plans. My plans were there to keep you like keep you at bay, never to kill. Take you down, yes, but not to kill you. Take you down, but not to kill you. Someone altered my plans mm-hmm. to make them deadly. And that to me is like... Superman would never think of that. Too. No. I need a contingency plan for every single Justice League member just in case somebody brainwashes them. Yeah, it's a great comparison that you did Iron Man to Batman because mm-hmm. he has a suit for every every superpower. Like the Hulk Buster. He has the Hulk Buster. He actually has the Thor Buster too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where it's um, almost, I mean, in the comics, it looks like the uh, Destroyer mm-hmm. suit. I mean, Cap, he just would fight. Via his other suit, his normal suit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he has those contingency plans when it comes. But it comes in the style of a suit. Yeah. So, and I'm looking at the Thor Buster right now because I've never seen the Thor Buster. No, yeah, I found out about it a few years ago. I'm like, oh shit, that's right, there is a Thor Buster. No, that's kind of that's kind of really cool. And I mean, the thing that I want to look at it again. Now. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something about theory um, Batman suit. and Superman. I completely. Had it just snap away because you brought up the Thor Buster thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like even like Tony or not Tony, um, Steve. Yeah. Would not have that like oh I need to have a contingency plan but like oh that's what it was like Batman mm-hmm. the reason why you can say he might have needed a contingency plan like that is look at the just look at the Jason Todd storyline it was somebody that was under his wing Mm -hmm. that he might have never thought I needed a contingency plan for the whatever happened between Jason Todd and the Joker. Boom. Red hood is born. Now he's got to deal with the red hood. Yeah. Whereas basically that could be seen as, Hey, I had to deal with this. I am not dealing with that with people with superpowers. Exactly. A guy like Superman gets brainwashed by like Brainiac I ain't dealing with that. Or the day he just decides to snap and turn. That too. Well, there's yeah. the whole injustice thing. Exactly. Where the whole injustice storyline of Joker kills Lois and Superman just snaps and starts kills the Joker and starts killing everyone. Because that's another, that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Like, especially on the DC side, because like you said, it's gods trying to be humans. What happens if fucking Superman just snapped one day? Exactly. And said, I'm done with it. John Johns, if he snaps one day, mm-hmm. or Martian Manhunter, if the other I don't people see, don't. I don't see Green Lantern because of the whole Will thing. Yeah, and, he'd lose the ring yeah. if you think about it. Dur- like or Guardian no, the, I mean, it's willpower. So yeah, but he's a he's the protector of yeah, that sector. So true. if he's not being a protector, the ring would be like, well, fuck this. I'll find someone else. Yeah, possibly. Um. And then it's like Cy- Cyborg 2. Yeah. Like Cyborg could get hacked easily as a computer. Exactly. Well, here's the thing, reason I bring up John Johns unless you first. Do, unless you do the whole mother box thing, but yeah. okay. No, the reason I bring up John Johns mm-hmm. the, as first and foremost, because there is stuff out there that Superman says, John Johns is, a formil- is stronger than me, mm-hmm. more formidable foe if I ever had to fight him. Mm-hmm. That's kind of scary if someone's stronger yeah. than Superman and he decides... Fuck it. I'm done. Well, like, even look at the the Flashpoint yeah. side of things. Like, what if Wonder Woman and Aquaman eventually said, fuck it, we're going to try to take over the world and then battle each other? Yeah. 
bail each other for uh of course that's want. a different timeline and thomas wayne completely different batman than bruce and yeah. thomas probably what, what, doesn't have that same contingency plan idea now nah, he thought shoot process. to kill yeah no that's exactly what kind of batman he is but no let's say that they do one of the one or both of them do mm-hmm. decide that king of atlantis you know what no, I want the surface world too. Yeah. Screw it. Or mm-hmm. Wonder Woman just goes to Thamascara and says, hey, we're taking the rest of the world. They don't deserve it. Well, not just they don't deserve it. They need us to write everything. Yeah, or that, yeah. Like, we need to make society better again. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the whole thing. Like, And that's the thing with, I like how you brought up the two sides of Marvel and DC. Yeah. Because... To understand DC, and of course, Batman got me into DC, and that's where I feel like my love of DC was. Plus, growing up, there were only two franchises from Marvel that were really anything, and that was Spider-Man and X-Men. Yeah. So there were more DC, like you had the Superman animated series, you had the Justice League, you had Batman. There were just so many DC things to where I just dove right in, and it's interesting to whatever your personality is. Like, Mm -hmm. to me, maybe it's because of that, but I then related more to, yes, Batman, but then the God trying to relate to humans. And, like, Wonder Woman, the whole thing of, like, she came here and then she went back to Themyscira and was like, I don't get it. Like, why do they act like this? I'm only trying to help them. And just not understanding how we work. Mm -hmm. And there's whole that side into it. Like you said with... um, Marvel, it's humans trying to be God, so it's that kind of it as well. Any final thoughts, though, before we move on into basically Avengers again? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I we I, it seems like we both agree completely. Mm-hmm. And it, it's Batman because you do need that t- in the overall scheme of what the topic was. You kind of, no matter what team you have, mm-hmm. you don't have someone to guide you through powers through any sort of team, no whatsoever, even if it's not superhuman team, you let school projects. You need mm-hmm. someone that's going to take the leadership role take and guide the bull you through by it. The horns. Exactly. Any friend group, there's always one person that's being the leader. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's thrust upon them. Sometimes it's that work. You always need someone that's in charge and saying what needs to be done. I so know, no matter what, you need a Batman. I know this is a sports reference, and you might not get it, but I'll try to explain it the best I can. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, there was a graphic that LeBron James is like. Leads the leads the game in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and like everything was LeBron. Mm-hmm. And the quote above it, someone put is uh, me during a uh, group project. Just everything is them. Yeah, just everything is the one person because you always get that one that's like fuck it, I'll do it, and just takes it on. But, I've had to do that before. But this is where I want you guys to come in. Let us know what you guys it. think. Who is the most valuable hero? Who's the best hero? You put your own stipulations on it. Let us know what those stipulations are, though, so that we can have that conversation. Yeah, exactly. Let us know what you guys think for this down below in the comment section. And, Johnny, let's end the podcast going back into the Marvel-verse. Marvel. And basically, we're talking about which new franchises beyond the Avengers is Disney and Marvel planning. But before we get into that... I have something I need to hit, and I am going to do this. Clap every time I say a word. 
That is how irritated I am. I am going to read you something. Are you ready for this? Probably not, but go ahead. Comcast may buy 21st Century Fox instead of Disney, but what does that mean? And is either outcome actually good for audiences? For several months now, it's been all but accepted that the Walt Disney Company will acquire various assets from 21st Century Fox. This deal would give Disney already one of the most powerful media companies on the planet, the rights to various valuable intellectual properties and channels. Combined, Disney and Fox accounted for over 40% of the domestic office. By purchasing most of their film and TV outlets, including channels like Fox Sports and FX and franchises like X-Men and Avatar movies, Disney would become arguably the dominant force in American media. Much is to be made about this process deal, which would set back Disney $52.4 billion. If Disney were to acquire networks like FX, stakes like National Geographic, Hulu, Sky, and various international satellite groups, it would give them a level of power that is near unprecedented, even in today's media. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because the point of this is... Guess what Comcast is trying to do, Johnny? Weasel their way in. They are trying to get a $60 billion loan to outbid Disney. And I am sorry, I have to say this, because I know there's people in the comment section that hate when I do this because they don't like the vulgar language and anything. hate to agree with you, Ricky. But I am going to say this, and I'm sorry I have to say it, as vulgar as possible. Fuck you, Comcast. Let Disney have this. Don't take the X-Men from me. If if Disney doesn't us. get the X-Men... Well, right now I'm so angry it's me, but it's us, true. You're, it's us. You can't take this. You gotta let Marvel get the X-Men, get Fantastic Four. I need to see these guys in the same universe. If you come in and fuck this up for me, I'm coming for you. I'm really not gonna come for you, but I'm gonna be really angry and I might cancel my Comcast service. Or have my parents cancel theirs, one of the two. Something like that. One of the two. But I had to get that out of the no, way. No, I agree because with you. Because fuck Comcast. Comcast needs to keep, keep their greasy little nose out of this. Keep and their just little le- grubby paws off my deal. Well, off it, our deal. Just, it's our deal. Let's be honest. It doesn't just affect Disney. It affects the fans. Let it happen. Let it go, Comcast. I don't want to see a Comcast X-Men movie or TV series. Ugh. Guess what? Comcast, just let go and do what you do. Put all these channels out on there for everyone else. <laughs> You're the middleman. Okay. I don't get to watch FX without oh, you there. Man, I know. Oh, it's so. Because guess what? It I'm just not, bugs me. I'm not going to switch to direct TV. I mean, I live with my parents. Um, uh, honestly, I'll just say that now. Do your family have Comcast? We have Comcast. Yeah, we have Xfinity. Comcast too. Oh, it, mm. That internet. You guys give us internet. You guys give us all the cable channels. Just be our service provider. Be our service it. provider. You don't need to do this. You don't need to start taking this other stuff away from me. All right. So that's out of the way. Set aside. Got that rant out of the way. Here's what we're really talking about. Yes. Disney Marvel Studios planning new franchises beyond the Avengers. So they are Ooh. saying that they don't have anything like set in stone. However, they are thinking about other team-ups. Ooh. I will ask you... What does this mean to you? What other franchises are you thinking they could mean beyond the Avengers? Beyond the Avengers? We're going to get past the Avengers? That's what they're saying. I know. I'm just joking. I know eventually are we're supposed to. Are they basically saying, hey, we're talking X-Men, but we can't really say it because well, we can't until the deal's done? 
There's that. There's a Fantastic Four. That, that Do you think it's anything to do with the Fox deal is what I'm saying? I think some of it is, but obviously they have other things playing. They have two Spider-Man movies. They mm-hmm. have, I mean, this is technically before the next. Uh, those are after. Mm-hmm. This one is before, but they have, um, wow, I just forgot her name, Captain Marvel, um, possibly another Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, why am I blinking? There's the potential of a Nova movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to think of things that aren't ne- like there's no deals made yet, um, or no, that, not that there's no deals, but like things that aren't to do with the deal. Because yeah, obviously X Men, Fantastic Four, uh, another Deadpool movie, or whatever they want to do with Deadpool at that point, X Force, mm-hmm. anything basically. The Fox deal, as long as that goes through, thank you Comcast for putting a little. Wrenching the um, hope we all had in that. You, yeah. Um, there's a word I wanted to call you. I will not say it on the air because Please I don't, don't think anyone would really like if I say does it. it or, start, does it start with a C? Yes, it does. Okay, don't say that now. I'll see you next Tuesday, Ricky. <laughs> uh, um, no. I knew exactly where you were going when yes. you said that, but go ahead. Um, so, Comcast decided, I'm going to pretend that I'm going to pretend I didn't hear any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Black Panther, there's supposed to be another Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I am blanking on characters at the very moment right now mm-hmm. of who we can do it on. And I'm trying to think through because everything's getting jumbled up because we used I got, up. I got you. I got you all covered here. Yeah, go for so, it. The easy answer is X-Men and... Um, yeah, that's the easy answer. X-Men and Fantastic Four. But to me, the first thing I think of when I think franchises are superhero groups. Yes. And here are some that I'm thinking that they haven't done that they could do. Okay. First one is very simple. I don't think they'll do this one, but they could. Alpha Flight. They can go ahead and give us an Alpha Flight movie. Well, I mean, especially when we get um, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And, and Deadpool in this, because there's a dead, there's an Alpha Flight teaser or on one of the taxis that says Alpha Flight um, in Deadpool. You could do things like Excalibur. Um, that's the whole, the reason why I bring up ex, the Excalibur comics is not only would you need the Fox things for this, mm-hmm. I find it weird that now in like three weeks, I've seen two articles that mention Captain Britain and I've heard nothing about him until this time. And he is I've one of the of members before, of Excalibur to where Tom Hiddleston has said he would really like to play Captain Britain. And then Simon Pegg, I think this week said that he would like to be Captain Britain in Simon the future. Simon Pegg, wow, that'd be different. That would be different, especially, if, get, especially if he get. does the voice from uh, from Ready Player One. Yeah. The one that was not Simon Pegg. He would have to get in, like, mm-hmm. he'd have to really work out. Kind of like Zachary Levi with the Shazam thing. Yeah. But, like, that's I mean, I'm not a, saying it's not possible. I'm just saying he'd the, have to really. The other one I would throw out there is Marvel Knights. Because it's like you have Black Panther, you would bring the Punisher in from the TV series along with Daredevil and then Inhumans too. Yeah. So it's like you could do the Marvel Knights as well. That's what I'm thinking. Are they thinking about team-ups outside of the Avengers core? Or is it just something to where it's like, I don't think this is the case, but is it something with the, oh, we're just thinking of 
rebranding the Avengers thing where it's we're doing the new Avengers. They we could, have Captain Marvel. You know what, honestly? We'll have Spider-Man, Wolverine after the Fox deal, Luke Cage from TV, and they'll have the thing I from would Fox. Love, I would love if they would pull in some of the TV ones eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, they almost pulled them into Infinity War. Yeah. But the Russo said in an interview that they originally, at it. the very beginning, they were going to. But the reason why they didn't was they thought there were so many storylines going on that they didn't, they wanted to give everything equal airtime. Yeah. So it would have taken away. So they said, no, we're just going to leave them off to the side. It'd be cool if they brought them in for four, like exactly. for part of it. Because mm-hmm. that's the, I think we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the, on air. Yep. Um, was to bring them in and have them like, hey, new Avengers, mm-hmm. because Tony has a product, Tony has a uh, contingency. Yeah. As we talked about in our last segment. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a new, like a new Avengers protocol. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we need the help. Well, bring I in mean, Luke Cage or bring I'm in even, Iron Fist. I mean, I'm thinking Daredevil. after Avengers 4 in the sense of, I mean, Luke Cage is the only one you'd have to bring in for I this. I feel like you need him. But if you do the new Avengers, the picture that I'm looking at. So after Avengers 4, either Tony dies, Cap's done, and they're like, fuck it. I can't do this anymore. Yep. Spider-Man takes it up with Captain Captain Marvel's like fuck it I'm here. I'm here to stay. Earth needs me. So she's a part of it. Spider-Man's like whatever, I'm a part of this too because I didn't become an Avenger just to go back home. You can bring in Wolverine cuz you'll get him from the Fox deal. Mm-hmm. You can bring in the thing somehow cuz you can bring him in from the Fox deal and then you have Luke Cage sitting in your TV series. Like I saw the trailer for season 2 of Luke Cage. It looked interesting it having does. a villain that can beat up Luke Cage. But then I thought to myself, I got not even halfway through that series and couldn't finish it. I'm probably not even going to start this one because of the bad memories I had from season one. So, I mean, there's that. And I'm bringing, I'm bringing that up because, hey, let's save him. Let's bring him into the movies. Yeah, that, that too. I mean, that my help. question is, if you do that. Do you keep the same actor or do you recast for the movies? I would like to keep the same actor because, A, they tie them in together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the movies don't tie in them, mm-hmm. but they they tie the movies into their thing. Yeah. So I would say, you know what? You already have a Luke Cage set, and, yeah, maybe you couldn't finish it. I liked it. I know a bunch of people who liked it as well. Mm-hmm. Keep the same Luke Cage the thing I so that you're kind of being consistent because that's what Marvel is doing is the being main, consistent. The main thing I will say, and this is kind of my – this is my, what's the word I'm looking for? Criticism of most of the Marvel Netflix series. Okay. Is I feel like they're too diluted to the fact of where, why do this many episodes, just cut it down. Maybe do like an eight episode season to where it's like a little bit shorter because there were some episodes either Jessica Jones, Daredevil, um, Luke Cage, where it's like, oh my God. How many episodes do I need to watch this one guy? Like, the example I'll use, and this is me being totally, like, exaggeration, I don't need to watch two episodes of Luke Cage figuring out how he's going to drink water from that water bottle. That's my example. Like, something so mundane, they, like, stretch out these storylines. And that, Yeah, I mean, he it. likes things compact. I well, was okay with it, it. It just keeps the pace a little bit quicker. But that's a story for a different day. I actually want to do that topic in the future of... How would we save the TV 
the Marvel TV. I mean, I'm fine with how it's going. Um, but it could be better. Other, anyways, back to the topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I said New Avengers, I didn't mean specifically the group I was New, Avengers, New Avengers. You were just I know talking in general. There's the, mid, the Midwest Adventure. Mm-hmm. If you really wanted to go that yeah. route, there's Midwest Advent- Avengers. There's the East Coast mm-hmm. Avengers. There's I think another group, too. I can't remember. The West Coast Avengers. Sure. <laughs> no, I think there's one. But I don't think it's called saying, that, You were though. just saying a, like, new, a you, new group. Not not like, oh, this is the new Avengers. It's like just, Tony's hey, new a, Avengers protocol. Exactly. Because like, hey, we it's need a helping hand. Exactly. Another one would be interesting mm-hmm. because I know we have a problem with Universal having a deal making a solo film with this. The Hulk. The Hulk. She-Hulk movie. Hmm. I don't know why my computer clicked on it, but anyways. Um, I'm trying it. to think of how would you map, how would you reel that in though? Like, well, how would you have her relate to everything? I mean, that's the thing. You, I'm not sure how to exactly here. Okay, so She Hulk gets her thing because it's Bruce's cousin, mm-hmm. and she gets in a horrible accident. She's a librarian, super timid, complete opposite personality of the She Hulk. Mm-hmm. The She Hulk, no, She Hulk. My bad. Yeah, She Hulk. <laughs> and so what happens is horrible accident. Bruce is the only donor. Shit, I've got radioactive blood. What do I do? Well, he don't give it to her anyways. Gotta give it to her anyways. I don't want my cousin to die. Mm-hmm. So does it? She becomes the She-Hulk. And then how you want to go about that afterwards? Here, here's a question. Up I to got Marvel, for you. I got nothing. I'm just trying to think of characters today. And you map this in, and also what I was looking here. I probably should have read this earlier. This is from um, Disney CEO Bob Iger. Um, he said, "We meet on a regular basis with our Marvel team, and we've plotted out Marvel movies that will take place or take us." Well into the next decade. I'm guessing we will try our hand at what I'll call a new franchise beyond the Avengers. But that doesn't necessarily mean you won't see more Avengers down the road, as we just haven't made any announcement about that. One I'm going to throw out there, and Mm -hmm. this is one that I know people are like, please reboot. I know that the actor that played this character in the past wants to come back and reprise the role in some way. What if they went, tying it into the MCU, went with a Blade route, and they looked into the Blade. That would be cool. Like, redoing the Blade movies with Wesley Snipe kind of being, like, the mentor to a younger um, Blade apprentice. And the thing that I would want in that is, and here's the thing that I've seen people talk about, they have a deal with Sony already. What if they make another deal with Sony to where, hey— you guys want to do a Morbius movie, do that movie, build him up, then we want to borrow him to have him be the main threat to um, basically introduce vampires into the MCU. Oh, you mean Mobius? Mobius, think, that's what I'm thinking. You uh, said Morbius. Yeah, like, isn't that uh, I, from the I Matrix? I was thinking Morpheus, but <laughs> Mobius. Um, that introduces the vampire side into the MCU, and then they could use Blade. Yeah, I mean, because they really haven't different type of vampire. But yeah, I get it. But that's what I want. I would want Blade in the MCU. I wouldn't want it to be something totally off there, unless it's hey, we're gonna do Blade, and it's gonna be disconnected from the MCU because it's a different franchise altogether. I mean, maybe not disconnected, but not like 100% connected. Mm-hmm. Just because, hey, this is all vampire stuff. The rest of the Avengers, the rest of everyone else doesn't really play around with this. What I want to see, and this is a villain instead, I want to see MODOK. I really wanted okay. to see MODOK. 
for a while. It's like, we got AIM. Why didn't we get even a hint at MODOK? Mm-hmm. We got Arnim Zola. We got him in as yeah. the, as the, the screen we, face. But we haven't gotten MODOK. No, we haven't. I'm a little sad about that. How would that. you do that? How would you do a MODOK movie? We have to figure out how to get AIM back in there and mm-hmm. get a more, like... Because the last time we saw AIM was... Iron Man 3. Okay. And we have to get more of a... Excuse me, AIM there. Mm-hmm. Or because what they did with... Um, I know you... I know you're going to say something as soon as I bring it up. Go ahead. Wow, I just forgot the name of the villain from Iron Man 3. Oh, Killian? No, the other one. The Mandarin? The Mandarin. So Actually make him fucking like the Mandarin? Yeah, see, I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> so, to fix what you keep not keep being I mean, bullheaded I, about. I liked him. I, I get that. He was hilarious. He was hilarious, and I get that it meant that, but it's like I would like to see a movie with the Mandarin actually being the Mandarin. Yes, and what I'm trying to, you're being a little bullheaded with me about every time I bring this up and don't mm-hmm. listen for some reason. Okay. So there's a... There's what they call Marvel calls one shots and it starts to fix it and finish that storyline in a movie. So what happened, what what, what could happen is, okay, the one shot spoilers. If for some reason you haven't seen it yet, it's been years. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm being nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So what happens is in the one shot. So they do the interview with a psychologist for Leonard Slattery, I believe it's called. Mm hmm. And the guy portraying the Mandarin, and at the very end of it, knocks out the guard, like, t- takes the leg off of the, or no, yeah, he takes the, a leg off of the uh, tripod, mm-hmm. knocks out a guard, and then pulls a gun out of the camera, puts in, uh, points it at Leonard, Leonard and goes, I feel like Leonard's not his name. He points it at Slattery, Trevor Slattery, mm-hmm. points it at Slattery and goes, the Mandarin's not happy with you for using his name. Basically, something along the lines of that. Yeah. So the Mandarin is a real person. Yeah. Give me that Mandarin. Get, yeah. So give me that Mandarin. Give me now. the actual Mandarin because that's what I wanted in the first place. Exactly. Or you can go like off of one of the Iron Man cartoons that I've watched before, mm-hmm. and they want to use Len, um, Trevor's body to host. The Mandarin spirit. Um, mm-hmm. That's going off one of the cartoons. Or just have it be the Mandarin. One of the two. Yeah, and then, But give me another movie where the Mandarin is a villain now. I mean, that's that, all depends on... And that's on, where I'm sitting at with this, where they say beyond, like, other franchise beyond. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking is, it, to me, it could yeah, be it one is. of three things. It's either the first choice is that it's the X-Men. It could be a second choice of that it's, hey, we're going to stay in the Marvel sphere... But it's going to be a lot of one-shots. Yeah. Like, a lot of one-off stories. Where Which maybe, sounds like the, what they want to kind of do now. Where maybe it's like, hey, we do a one movie here. It's Nick Fury's Howling Commandos. That would um, be cool, too. That would be really cool. Or the third one is, hey, let's look at a franchise that's not a superhero franchise, like Blade. Let's yeah. look at a, a Marvel entity that is not a superhero, like, that is not necessarily Marvel superheroes. That we could make movies for. Not necessarily a whole universe, but that we could make like a Blade run at some movies and stuff like that. What are you cackling at over there, boy? Because we talked about it in the Deadpool one. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading through, I'm just going through the Marvel list of heroes. Yeah. And <laughs> just the thing, even if it's just a one shot, Bob, Agent of Hydra. They could do that. A buddy, cop, could, a buddy cop movie with Deadpool and, and- Bob. 
I just start laughing because I'm thinking about it. I think it's mm-hmm. hilarious. And it would have to be a buddy cop movie. It would be a wrong? buddy cop. But is there any other franchise uh, or any other idea you think we haven't come up yet? I am trying with? to think. I'm trying to see, and I can't. Sorry, I keep pulling away from the the mic. Go ahead. I keep trying to see, and I keep trying to think of them, and I can't think of anyone off the top of my head right now because I think X-Men, I think Avengers, I think, I mean, there's Defenders, but we already Fantastic got that. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. I know, and you said Marvel Knights already, and that mm-hmm. could be, we kind of introduced some of those that's almost going back into the- Haven't gotten Namor yet. No, we have not gotten Namor. You're correct on that. Do they actually do Inhumans right and just bring them to the silver screen? That'd be nice to actually do that right because I've heard very bad things about the um, the other ones. Because mm-hmm. right the, now, the TV series, not bad, bad, but like actually no correction. This, it was bad. This I've heard isn't bad. for sure, but this is how we're going to end this segment. So I'm looking at an article here where they're predicting the lineup for Marvel movies for the next three years. Okay, well, for 2020. 2021, 2022. I'm going to say the movie and the month, year, and movie. You tell me if it's most likely we'll see this movie. You ready? Mm-hmm. First one, May of 2020, Guardians 3. Okay. August 2020, Black Widow. That'd be cool. November 2020, Doctor Strange 2. Good. Um, I got to move over. Mordo. Number May 2021, Black Panther 2. Okay. July 2021, Spider-Man Homecoming 3. November 2021, here's one we have not mentioned, A-Force. A-Force. So here's, I'll, I'll, I'll read yeah, a little bit on. here. Um, so let me see. As part of Marvel's Secret War, A-Force was launched in 2015 as a book focusing on some of the biggest female heroes Marvel had. Mm, The idea was expanded in a solo book after that and featured heavy hitters like She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, Dazzler, and Sister Grimm. The latter character is on Runaways, and Dazzler is a mutant, but Captain Marvel is about to debut in the MCU. She-Hulk, meanwhile, is a character fans have been demanding for years, and with the pending Fox buyout, who knows what's possible. Add in Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, Wasp, Gamora, Valkyrie, and the Dora Milaje, just to name a few, and it seems like a no-brainer that Marvel should make an A-Force movie 2021 would look like a devoid. And that's the thing that goes in with that one is the whole thing where I guess I think it was Kevin Feige wanted to do. Oh, what was it? It was a female. He wanted to do the Captain Marvel movie earlier. Mm-hmm. And I then Disney that. said, no, we'll, we'll never be able to make a movie that. around a female character. Not and then that Wonder time, Wo- yeah. Well, and then Wonder Woman happened. And it was basically Kevin Feige giving him the look like this, Johnny. I told you so. I told you we could have done it. Um, February 2022, Infinity Watch, they say. Um, And then May 2022, Captain Marvel 2. July 2022, Ant-Man 3. And that's what they have for their prediction. So some of them kind of seem like grasping for straws a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but A-Force would be an interesting one. A-Force Maybe they try to do, especially when we're, because we're going to get a... Wonder Woman 2 movie, and the interesting thing about that, you want to hear the fun fact? Go for it. So, Patty Jenkins, the director, yeah. made $1 million for her um, for doing Wonder Woman 1. Yeah. Guess how much she's estimated to make on Wonder Woman 2? 
12? Seven to nine million. So basically wow. you're nine times what you made the first time. Yeah, really. I mean, and that's just going to go up if Wonder Woman 2 is good and they want you to do uh, Wonder Woman 3. Any final things we should mention before we wrap up this very long podcast of the Rick and Johnny podcast? Mm, not that I can think of. Here's one more, though. I was Go just ahead. thinking of. I don't know who owns the rights to it. I mm-hmm. didn't look into that. Maybe they do, will correct us. Yeah, in the please do section. because I don't. I'm not gonna look out mm-hmm. just so we can wrap this up for you guys. Um, We're hungry. We gotta go get some food. We do. We gotta put some food in this gullet. Um. So one more, and I like I said, don't know the movie rights, who owns mm-hmm. it, and so no one since MCU does it right. Okay. Wow, you Ghost Rider. It. I think that's Fox. Is that Fox? It might be here. Let me see. Uh, Ghost yeah. Rider movie that that one's easy i'll look that one up right now yeah um what studio did that ghost rider movie columbia columbia if we can get the rights from columbia for it columbia pictures though or maybe they... make a deal just to do ghost rider oh sony sony does because here it is this is according to the wikipedia page okay columbia pictures yeah they're a part of so- columbia industries is stylized Columbia as an American film studio, publication company, and film disputer that is a member of the Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group, um, mm-hmm. a division of Sony Entertainment, Sony Pictures sub- subsidiary. So basically, Sony. Uh, just make a deal. They could. I make a Ghost deal. Ghost Rider, then a part of the Sony movies, unless they want to bring him into the Spider Verse in some way. I mean, or just make a deal like they did with Spider Man in the first place and say, hey, mm-hmm. let us do Ghost Rider. You guys let them Venom on. be in the MCU. We'll give you Ghost Rider, because <laughs> you know they want they want to be linked to that MCU. They do. They want to, and I like how the I think it was the Russos that are like, yeah, Venom's not in the MCU. He's not in. They're like, push that down here. <laughs> you said symbiote. Push you away. We don't want you anywhere near us. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. What franchises? Beyond Avengers, would you want... Oh, that's what I'll ask. What uh, franchises beyond Avengers would you want Marvel and Disney to do more so than the Avengers? What are you thinking of that we weren't thinking of? Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube, listening on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere podcast services around the world. Little yeah. housekeeping here at the end, patreon.com backslash most valid podcast, link in the description. If you want to help support us, can become on a podcast, can be a guest on the podcast each and every month. You are at the $10 tier on Patreon. You can go to our store link in the description to get your own MVP t-shirt. You can check out MVP.com to get everything. Well, not MVP.com. That'll bring you to some CBS sports. But MostValuablePodcast.com will bring you to everything MVP puts out each and every day. And last but not least, go on to iTunes. Go on to Apple Podcasts. Give the Rick and Johnny Podcast and all the MVP Podcasts a five-star rating on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys again for watching. Thank you for listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.